Did you know that within you is the most powerful force that has ever existed? The challenge is that we have forgotten who we really are. My mission is to awaken you to understand that what you believe on a subconscious level creates everything in your life and in the world. Energy, thoughts, feelings, patterns, all of it is created by our beliefs and our experiences can be positive or negative. Life doesn't just happen to or for you, it happens from you. Join me on the journey to discover what the eternal truth is within you that sets you free at the deepest level possible. It all starts now. Hi, and welcome to the Truth Method Podcast. I am happy to talk to you this week about your feelings and how our feelings are the key to creation. It is the key to shifting out of what I like to call the monkey bullshit into the good stuff. Okay, last week we talked about why it's so important that we seek emotional mastery and we begin to practice that, understanding that our emotions are simply feedback. We don't ignore them, but at the same time, we know that they are a pathway to a belief that is currently creating something that we do not desire. Now, obviously, I'm talking about undesirable emotions. There are a lot of people that will argue with me, and I don't really have the time to argue about it, but they will say, Claudette, there's no good, there's no bad, I just accept what is. Well, if you do that, then you're not taking responsibility for the beliefs that you have within your being that are creating the stuff in the first place. We can look at this from a place of neutrality to where we don't get sucked into the emotion, but we also have to go through the emotion to the core belief that created it in the first place. That's how we will grow and evolve and begin to create different things. This is where feelings come in. A lot of times when I'm speaking to a man, I'll say, what do you think about something? When I'm talking to a woman, I'll say, how do you feel about it? So our feelings could be, I feel angry. I'm experiencing anger. I feel frustration or sadness. They could be a number of things. Naturally, we wish to change this and we You know, we grow tired being in the spin of these feelings and having our energy drained. This is all leading up to you starting to use your imagination with mastery, kind of like riding it like a horse that you've trained and you're ready for show. Or another example would be somebody that's running a triathlon or someone that studies gardening mastery. It's all about mastery of something, a master gardener. Can you become a master at wielding your imagination? Because your imagination is the gateway to the God power. And we use our feeling as part of it. The feeling is the vehicle. We can see something, but if we don't have feeling associated with it. So imagination involves feeling. If we bring all of our five senses into something, we can literally experience a feeling that is undesirable, shift to going into the silence for about five minutes, 
and then use our imagination to see something else out of that situation that would be more desirable for you. And if you put your feeling into it, which I'm going to give you the steps a little bit later on on how to do that, then it brings it to pass eventually. And this is the way out of the rut or the way out of the deep sadness. I like to tell people I used to feel sad all the time in my marriage i've been married twice in my second marriage i've i had a very deep sadness for years i felt like i was just working to keep things going and i was exhausted and very very sad i sensed that i wasn't loved and it was probably me not loving myself i can't blame my former husband for anything that i experienced i'm just sharing with you that I experienced a deep sadness because I had a lot of beliefs around that. And I'm going to share with you how I got out of it. And for the most part, pretty freaking happy now. I mean, who doesn't want to be happy, right? And so feelings at first will rule over us, like sucking us into that emotional spin. We talked about that last week in emotional mastery. And Once we're sucked into that spin, it's kind of hard to get out. And if we don't process the emotion in a healthy way by accessing truth, we continue to create things that support that emotion to keep occurring. So here's an example of that. I used to feel this deep sadness. I would stay in that sad feeling. And then all these things would happen in the outside world to reflect that sadness and it would confirm it for me and it would cause me to continue to be in the sadness. This is like the proverbial hamster wheel of emotion. I just for a while did not know how to get out of that. Now keep in mind that the practice I'm sharing with you is a spiritual practice. This has nothing to do with doctors and therapists. Please, if you're you know, going to a doctor or a therapist, please continue. We're not going to ever comment on that. But I'm just sharing with you what worked for me. And you can see if it kind of works for you. So when I realized that the feeling was the secret to getting out of the sadness, I then started going, wow, what is there to this? And I found a book called As a Man Thinketh. It's a really good book. If you haven't read it, I would recommend it. And that was the beginning of me unlocking the power of beliefs, right? And I was like, wait, I'm thinking about sadness all the time. I feel it. It's consuming me. And as I think I am, what if I started thinking about happiness? So I knew when I got the feeling of sadness It kind of consumed me. I would try to push it aside so I could continue to work and function and be a mom and, you know, just be a wife and try to be happy. But it wasn't really genuine because I didn't really feel happy on the inside. I got really tired of pretending and not having that cohesiveness 
on the inside and the outside, right? Like if we're trying to pretend to be okay on the outside, but we're not on the inside, it's exhausting. And I got tired of it. So I called bullshit on myself for it. Okay. I'm the first one to call bullshit on stuff. And then I started understanding that I could use my imagination to get out of the sadness and I could ask for the truth to come into the picture. And at at first, this was kind of rough. Like I didn't have the truth method system. This was the beginning of it. And I realized that when I had an emotion, then the feeling came and feelings and emotions are kind of interlinked that a belief had been triggered. And when that belief kind of got filed away again, look at it like this. We have beliefs and they're like in little filing cabinets in our soul. And when something gets triggered, we open up that filing cabinet and all of the crap comes out. And then it floods our body with emotion or feeling. It consumes us until we know not to allow that or we know how not to allow it. And then eventually it passes and then we're like, oh, I'm okay now. Two or three days later, sometimes it would take me two weeks, seriously, to get over something, especially if it was in business, it was a client, it was something like that. And so after it would go away, I begin to go, what do, you know, is there a belief associated with this? When I realized there was a belief associated with every freaking thing, then I begin to seek that belief. I didn't ignore or push down the feeling anymore. I faced it. And when we actually face it, it's not as scary as we think. As a matter of fact, if you use your imagination to see it, so like anger or sadness, what does it look like in your imagination to you? You can actually freeze it in your imagination. When I realized this, I thought that's a really cool way to handle this so it's not consuming me. And I realized that proverbial hamster wheel, I would continue to be sad for days on end unless I got to the root of the sadness and started to figure out what it was. But I couldn't figure it out with my brain. I can't hunt for it in my subconscious with my brain. I have to go to infinite intelligence for that. And so here's a way to do that, especially if you haven't practiced truth a lot or you've just begun. Infinite intelligence will help you visualize something. So all you have to do is ask for help. Say, help me to get out of this sadness or get out of this anger or get out of this regret or get out of this hurt, whatever the emotion is to get out of this problem. You could have a business and there's a current problem you're facing. It doesn't matter. This works on anything. Insert that thing into it and you can just ask and it shall be given. That is a universal truth and law. And so you can say, I ask to be moved out of this energy with the solution to be made known. 
because the solution to everything resides within you. Infinite intelligence resides within you. And so I decided, what if I wasn't sad? Could I go into my imagination and start to visualize myself as happy? And what would that look like? So at the time, my daughter was really young and we would make mud pies. And I would just take an hour of my day. I worked a lot, but I made sure to take time in my day to play with her because I had my own company and I could do that. Now, that didn't mean I didn't work into the evening, but at the same time, I could take a couple hours in the morning. And so when we would go outside and the sun was shining and it was just a beautiful day and we would start to make mud pies and we would pretend to be living in the outdoor wilderness and we were living off of the land and we're making mud pies, that brought me joy. And so I started to imagine that and happiness rose up in me. And so I was like, oh, okay, there's the happy feeling. So when you can find something that has allowed you to be in the desired state, my thing was sadness, so I I desired to be happy, right? So I looked for a memory or something to go into my imagination and bring it into being within my imagination. At that point, This is where the feeling kicks in and it's really important. So I saw that vision of us, you know, doing mud pies and just having precious time together because your kids are only young for a while. And I I can remember I used to just treasure those moments with her. And I saw that joy and happiness came to me. And then I went into the feeling of being happy. This is where the secret is everything. It's the feeling. Because when you bring your five sense consciousness into the imagination, now it's like super powered. Remember, the imagination is the gateway to the God power. The feeling takes you there. Because you're feeling it as if it were already so. So I went into the feeling of happy happy. Now, here's what happened to me. I began to actually be happy. I was walking around the house. I was like, I feel pretty happy right now. This is amazing because I was sad all the flipping time. And so what happened is then I would shift to sadness again. I would go, okay, I'm going to go back into imagining Asking for the truth that I need for my soul's freedom on what I believe. So I would say, give me the truth I need concerning the sadness. What do I believe? Show me. And then I would let that go. Now, in the truth practice, we go into where you can get that response. It starts to rise within you. But you know what? Before you start that practice, this is the next best thing. And so you could just ask, it shall be given. Eventually you will get it. And just go directly into the feeling of what it would be like. We assume the feeling that would be yours if you already had the thing you desire. I desired happiness. So I had to assume the feeling as if I 
already had it. I can seek the belief that shifts the undesirable. This is your birthright. The truth is your birthright. I don't push it aside because I know when I ask for the truth to rise, I can handle anything because the truth is the direct communication from the divine within you to set your soul free. When you're turning your awareness to that, there's nothing you can't handle. And this also includes, let's go to something else. So I shifted sadness. I get, I begin to, pre, you know, kind of pretend, but not on a surface level. I went into my, my imagination. I felt joy and happiness. I went into a vision of being happy. And once I captured what that feeling was and I did it enough, that feeling was pretty accessible to me. Because I hear a lot of people go, you know, I've been down forever or I've been anxious forever. I don't even know what it would feel like to be calm. So we have to create a connection to what that would feel like. And once we do that, it is more accessible to us. And so what began to happen is I would be sad again for a moment and I begin to catch myself and go, hmm, not fun. I'm going to shift to happiness right now. And I begin to tell myself, I believe in the power of the truth that dwells within me. I believe in the power of the truth that dwells within me. And so when we focus on the feeling of the end result of that which we desire, as if it already had happened, we eventually create it to be seen in the outer world. And this goes along with hunches or gut feelings about something in the future that could go wrong. What if, you know, I, I had a hunch or gut feeling, whatever you want to call it, that I was going to get into a car wreck and I didn't understand this principle and I literally got into a car wreck. But I question everything. I'm like, what do I believe that allowed the wreck? Now, the wreck was pretty intense. It was a head-on collision. Somebody was going 75. They were speeding. I was turning with a blind hill. And so, and it was a low sports car coming. I didn't see them. They hit me. I wasn't injured that badly. I cracked my sternum. That was it. Within two or three weeks, I was feeling normal again. And it could have been much worse. Even the insurance guy told my former husband, said, you know, is she, did she survive? And he was like, yeah, she walked away from it. As a matter of fact, I negotiated a deal in the ambulance. You're not supposed to do that, but I did. I started asking myself about that. Could I have shifted that just because I got the knowing? Because a knowing will come to us based on our current trajectory of what we believe. And so it was very interesting. A couple of years later, I got the feeling I would have a wreck again. And this time I was like, no, God doesn't have wrecks. Therefore, I won't. That's simply how I looked at it. And so at that point, I began to visualize me driving from point A to point B successfully without any incident. And I did that for about three months, every time I would get in the car. And then I started visualizing forward five years, 10 years, 15, 20, all the way to the point that I don't drive anymore. 
And I was like, you know what? There's no need for a wreck. And the feeling left me. I used my imagination to shift a gut feeling or a knowing that had come to me. This is why, just this is a side note, if you go to a psychic or you go to a fortune teller or a clairvoyant, they're going to tell you what is currently in your trajectory if they're in touch with universal mind. That is all that is happening. They are in touch with universal mind and they're picking up on what you are currently creating. That does not mean it has to be so. Any day you can shift what you're creating by going into the visualization in feeling of something other than what you are currently creating. You can kill the old state of being and enter into the new state of being based on feeling it fully, seeing it, and persisting in that until it happens in the third dimensional world, which is your outer world. You can do that. So be careful when you hear someone say something, they could say something and influence your whole entire future when you are actually the operating power of your destiny. And you can shift a belief with truth at any point. You can change a feeling. You can visualize it. You can persist in it. And you can change an outcome and create something much more desirable. So when the feeling is persisted on, it continues to create more of what it is. This can go good or bad. So if I stayed in sadness, this is why it's so important to master your emotions. Because if I had stayed in sadness, I would have created more sadness. But I shifted, I kind of killed that state of being, and I shifted into happiness simply by imagining it at first and starting to override it with that and asking for the truth. And that truth would just drop into me when I least expected it. I would also say, what do I believe? And two weeks later, I would get a belief. Now, with the practice of truth, you get the answers a lot quicker. But for now, this will do. I, you know, I was just like, wow, I'm actually shifting my life. And so now I can't tell you that I don't have things that rise up because with every evolution of growth that we take and we're growing, we're expanding in our awareness, there's something new we'll face. And then it could trigger something you didn't even know was in there in your subconscious, a belief that was buried deep within your being. And when that happens, though, if you know to access truth and to see something better, you can go into the visualization and the feeling is the secret. Grasp it fully, feel it as if it already has happened. It can lift you up out of the undesired creations. Which feeling will you embrace? Anger? Or power? Because to me, the opposite of anger is power. Anger covers pain and is a defense mechanism. But when you're in your power as one with truth, the divine rises in you. No one can touch you. Their words fall in front of you. You become what I like to call unfuckwithable. So the opposite of anger 
would be power, but it's a spiritual power. It's not the ego power. There's a big difference. Through the weeks and months, I practiced this. I would go, I would wake up in the morning, I would sit in my chair, and I would just go, I am happy. Today I will be happy. This day is going to be fun. And it took me a little while because I had anger too. It wasn't just sadness. I had a lot of those emotions and feelings. And so I began to shift away from them. At first, I didn't think there was anything wrong with being angry. You know, somebody in business would do something that I considered stupid. I judged it, which we'll go into judgment later. But I would get angry because I would be like, this is an injustice or this is happening this way. It would just make me so mad. And my anger was really intense. And I was like, it's draining my life force. I'm spending all of this time being angry. And then I'm sad that I'm angry. It was absolutely the hamster wheel of emotion. So let's go into the steps of how to rise up out of the creation that is undesirable. Imagine the outcome that you desire. Compress it into one small vision. The end thing. Imagine it as if it were so, whatever you desire. Create the scene to sum it up in that event, as if you were watching a movie to show you it is finished, it is done, it happened. You know, it's that last part of a movie where you know the couple gets together or whatever. It's like the happy ending. Give it sound and give it the feeling of reality, as if it already has occurred and it is so. If you're having trouble imagining there, you know, I've heard a lot of people go, you know, I don't really imagine things. You actually do um, because you'll see something before you do it, but it's kind of a really fast thing that happens. Don't worry about that right now. You could go into pretending you're three years old and imagine it, right? You could do that. Sometimes that trick works. But just make sure you go into the feeling because the feeling is everything. Okay? So even if you can't visualize something, go into the feeling as if it has already happened. And when the feeling is persisted in, any beliefs not in alignment with the feeling will be removed by truth. Eventually, right? You have to continue to persist in it. You're moving these things outside of your being that have probably been there forever, right? So it happens as fast as you can allow it. It could happen in a snap, or it could take weeks, or it could take a year. But my thing is, it happens as fast as your soul will allow it. As for the truth, you need to rise in your consciousness for your freedom and persist in the vision Every time that thing comes to you, that's undesirable. So every time I had sadness come to me, I would go back into that vision, playing with my daughter, making mud cakes, mud pies, and go into the feeling of the joy. And then I would just go, I am happy. And it would feel so real to me because I emerged myself into it, right? So be patient. Patience is trusting universal law, and this is the law of mind. It always comes to pass. 
Whatever you envision, whatever you believe, takes form and creates systems in the outside world. The law of correspondence, whatever you believe or whatever you are, that state of what you're being internally, it's mimicked and mirrored in the outside world. This is how this works. I like to call it the game of life because Florence Scovel Shin called it that, and I think it's a perfect name for it. But the feeling is the secret. So each time you visualize it, see the energy being released out into creation to take form. What do you have to lose? Why not experiment with this? Why doubt it, right? Scientists do not doubt until they have done extensive research and questioned everything and experimented with it. I'm asking you to do the same thing. So it's necessary to recreate the feelings that do not serve you. We don't ignore them, but we do use them as feedback. Now let's go. Let's get out there and let's start creating good stuff, not the bad stuff. So I hope you have a beautiful week and I will be back in touch next week. Talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the Truth Method Podcast. If you liked what you heard, please rate, review, and share with your friends. And if you haven't already, subscribe to get notifications for new episodes. Check out my YouTube channel where you have access to podcasts and other videos. I welcome your feedback and we are always here for you. Reach out to me directly through truthmethod.com and thank you for listening.